emergency? I don't know from work. Oh, how come I don't have one? Because you are a nobody. <clears throat> now, if you <laughs> I'm just going to sing away the pain. <laughs> First of all, that was rude. I'm just kidding. Cocktail murder. Do not stand with bullies. <laughs> oh, don't? Okay. I didn't, I didn't know that. No tol. It's not tolerated. No toleration. It's zero tolerance. It's like zero in school. Tolerance. It's zero tolerance. Even though they really didn't care. Kids Man, were getting bullied I got bullied. Right. I was the bully. I was both. <laughs> <laughs> we all hated hurt and loved each other. Yeah, people. we all hated and loved each other. <laughs> was I ever a bully? A little bit. A little bit. Was I ever bullied? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that like if we weren't sisters, you would bully me. <laughs> You but think? but eventually, like, you would fuck with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I think I we'd think, be cool. I think it would be on accident, though. Like, we sat next to each other in class. And then, like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, there was no one else. And we're the only ones who really kind of knew each other. Yeah. But then, like, you're like, hey, I, we're partnered up on a project or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I love I'm this scenario. That's... Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's how it would be. We're, pro you know, partnered up on a project. <laughs> And um, and then uh, I do most of the work, <laughs> you know, whatever. I was gonna say that's kind of how I bullied people <laughs> in school. Was just like, work. yeah, my partners was like, it, like you do it. But I think that I would like, you know, I, I would just like crack a joke or something, or I would make a witty comment, and then. Like, you would hate me at first because you're laughing and you're like, right, what the fuck, you know? And then. But then I would be like, I would go home and I'd be like, hmm, that, that was kind of funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then we'd be friends. And that then is we'd the be cool. origin of our And then we'd both be story. bullies to everybody else in school. I, you would be, you would definitely be the leader. I would be the follower. <laughs> <laughs> I would be your minion. Yes. <laughs> I know. I was title. like, I was, I was at a girls' night, and I can't remember. We were like asking questions or whatever. I think it was a card game, and one of the questions was like, "Who is most likely? Who is the most likely to lead a cult?" Shut up. And like, and then what? Like, I think, like, I think the consensus was like me. <laughs> I was the one. I could see it. I think I'm just nice. You're very nice. And so and people mm -hmm. tend to like gravitate towards that. But then I'm also That's how like, you hit I'm, yeah, I'm also like, I consider myself a leader. Like, yeah. I, I can be a leader. But this is how you so. are. You're not the type that like, you don't stab a person in their back, you stab them in the front. Oh, they know it's coming. And then you explain to them why you're doing <laughs> this. And as you're slowly putting the dagger in their chest, they're like, I understand. I get it. I get it's it. It's my fault. Yeah. But you know why, though? I think I am like that. Like, I am the type of person that when somebody does something wrong or or bad or whatever, yeah. I tend to be like, well, they did it because of this. Or, like, they're acting this way because of that. I have a lot of empathy for people, mm. which can be both good and bad. A blessing and a, and a curse, and a for curse. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, and it could be used as uh, a weapon mm. or a – what's the opposite of a weapon? Uh, a healer. Uh, <laughs> a non-weapon? <laughs> no weapons? 
friend or foe? I'm just me. Over, I'm just friend or foe. That's you. Okay. Um, these. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, hi guys, this is Cocktail Murder. Yes. It's been a week. Um, I was on vacation. I was on a staycation. Taja was on a vacation. I was on a vacation. On a it bay. was so much fun. With your um, and so yeah, we took the week off. We got rejuvenated. Um, yep. and we are back, ready to go, hit the ground running. <laughs> yeah. And um, God, how was? How was Hawaii? Hawaii. <laughs> you know, you actually pronounce it Hawaii. Hawaii. A lot of people don't know that. The W is V. Hawaii. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Um, and I think I that's, didn't know that. Yeah, I think my brain that's isn't clicking. Up. It's not clicking. No, you've never heard that before? No. Yeah, Hawaii. yeah, yeah. It's Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Who told you that? Or did you just? Um, actually, a local told me that the oh. last time when we were in Kauai. Oh, oh, or on really? Kauai. Yeah, shut up, really? Yeah, he was a local and uh, Hawaii. Yeah, because it's ha, Hawaii, and it means something. Look, now I need to Google it. Yeah, he said like the the meaning of it. He broke it down and everything. Okay. Now, if you're ever wondering about the way I'm feeling. Well, baby boy, thing ain't no question. Just to be around you is a blessing. Sick and tired, sick and tired of trying to save the world. What? Ugh, it I just say... want to spend my time being your girl. Yeah, look, I can't. I can't remember. That sounded really good, by the way. Oh my god. Um, I can't remember, but a... there's like love in there or something. I can't remember. Oh I can't wow! Remember. Like, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was oh beautiful. wow, that's so cool, though. Yeah. So who turned it to Hawaii? Probably white people. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. There Welcome. was a lot of white people there. I was in I was uh, in Waikiki yeah. and they're a very tourist city. Yeah. A lot of white people. Yeah. Uh, which you know, hey. Uh, but uh, Hawaiians your don't like that. Is my land, something <laughs> from my <laughs> land is your <laughs> land. Apparently, um, something about something about California. Yeah, but we ended up going up to the North Shore, which is a little bit more local, and I felt a little bit more um, uh, welcome. Ah, oh, and maybe because wow. we're Pacific Islander, yeah. and those are our people. our people. Yeah. Um. So you look like them. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what it was. Like mm. honestly, like seeing girls, we like we're swimming in the ocean, and seeing other girls swimming in the ocean mm. that look like me was. I think that that was just so cool. I do have a there's something that I thought about. Um, because we had that discussion, right? Like being able to see people that look like you almost like different prototypes of yeah. same body type variations I mean, oh, of i mean we are all built the same exact way yeah. it was crazy like it's variations crazy. of skin color light brown mm-hmm. in between um essentially same hair type yeah with white people question um oh, hold on ah! oh one got in there oh no oh thank god oh almost though it was almost <laughs> But question, though, um, to white people, like, do you guys, when you go to non-predominantly white areas, like, do they, like, feel Mm. unwelcomed? 
as much as like you know what I mean. Hmm. If not unwelcomed, like well, I'm sure you feel weird because it's a different like space, right? But right. like the feelings that like but we do you feel like when we accept, we're like, oh yeah, we don't. Well, because here. I think it's different with like people of color where where we feel like we don't feel comfortable or we feel unwelcomed because of our skin color mm. where I don't, and look, I can't speak for white people, but I don't know if they feel unwelcomed because of their skin color they just or because weird. they're white. Yeah. They just feel uncomfortable because because there's, there's no, one, no one that looks like yeah, them. No one else looks like them in that <laughs> yeah. area or in that space. Yeah. I was definitely thinking that though. I'm like the feelings that we get almost on a daily basis. Yeah. Like, at what point do they feel that? Do you that? feel that? Yeah. If, but they, I mean, if they even I feel mean, it. America I mean, America is predominantly white. So yeah. it's like they, I'm sure they're not feeling that every day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. so I don't know. I don't know. But I definitely, I had a great time. I got to see my boyfriend who's on deployment. We haven't seen each Kinda other in cute. seven months. So Wowzers. we got to hang out and enjoy the island and eat good food. And, you know, yeah. I, I love Hawaii. It's beautiful. It's, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> what else sure. can you say? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's beautiful. Um, so, you guys, this is Cocktail Murder. Yeah. And we are sipping a Ziffindel this evening. Yeah. Um, very nice, though. Very good. I like it. Delicious. Delicioso. It's um, smooth. What brand is this? I don't even remember. I don't know either. Um, but we are, once again, Cocktail Murder. If you're new here, we drink. We talk about murder. We talk about black victims and people of color victims specifically, um, as it is not necessarily highlighted in the true crime community. Yep. So that is what we're here for. Prior to the stories, though, we um, have our belligerent rant Yeah, corner. I got to talk a little bit of shit. Yeah, where we shoot the shit a little bit. And... Um, and we discuss various topics or whatever. Um, Random shit that we see. Basically, yeah. Stumble upon. Yeah. Um, I'll just say this. Oh, if you guys had been following along this far, I um, I completed my 30-day challenge of no drinking. Yeah. So that was cool. You did a really good job. I did. I lost weight, too, in the process. Yeah. So um, I feel it in my midsection. Now I just need to keep it off, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is, you know, you know whatever. Um, and, yeah, so I'm, I'm I think I might have that. to start that again. Yeah. I might have to do another one because you're right. When I did 30 days, I did lose weight and I mm -hmm. am currently still trying to lose weight. Yeah. And so that was it very helpful. Lot. Yeah. And one week on an island, you tend to drink a lot. In the and, morning. Yeah. In like the afternoon, the evening. Wake up with shots. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, oh, I, love that. I think that <laughs> I might I might have to like. Detox. Yeah. yeah. Detox. Yeah. No, yeah. that makes sense. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Um, but yeah, I'll be your accountability partner. Thank I will you. say like you've definitely helped me a lot. Like. I think I said this on the last episode. If you are trying to um, achieve like a personal goal, find someone who's really going to hold you accountable. Yeah, like seriously. Um, you know, I was going on a date and I wanted to drink. On the day, I wanted to drink while I was getting ready to calm my nerves. And immediately I went into your room and was like, I'm trying like, let me at least get a seltzer. Right. And you were like, why? For a boy, you're going to mess up your your goal Blends, for yeah, a guy for you don't guy. even know you haven't even met yet and i was like you are so right you just like reminded me like yeah. why am i doing this and it and wasn't like and it wasn't for a guy no, no, no. it was yeah. definitely like well 
it's always nice to like have a shot or, or sure, seltzer before sure. you go, especially on a first date. Yeah. Like it's just to knock those nerves it's out. Just, yeah. You know? It's first time thing. So, um, but you got this, you're dope as yeah. fuck. You don't need that to loosen. And up, I did it. Know? And I, I, Thought I, I think I'm killing it in the dating yeah. scene right now. I think you are <laughs> Although too. I did talk about not date, you know, really like dating anyone, but it, you know, I just, I want to have fun and that's what right. I'm doing and right. um, dating, honestly, it's just, it's about you. Yeah. That's the point. It's not about Absolutely. finding someone. It's about literally like whose energy are you gravitating towards? Why? As long as it's a, you know, a good thing and, yeah. um, and stay there because if it makes you feel good, why not keep going? Like you don't, have to, you don't have to reject it. Definitely yeah. guard your heart, but like don't reject the good times. Yeah, you know? for sure. So absolutely. But yeah, um, there is, I don't know if you had a topic. I had that one topic. No, yeah, you can, you can pull so, that up. I had one on Twitter, but I oh, have cool. to dig for that. Sure. So I'm going to kick you a quick question. Um, so <laughs> you're going to what? Kick you, kick you you're going to kick me a question? I'm toss you a question. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're dating a guy. Right. I am currently dating a guy. Yes. You are everything is going good. It's defined. How about this? You have a defined uh relationship. Yes. And it's going great and it's beautiful and nothing can go wrong. We're <laughs> we're, we're doing well, yes. Doing well. And um he finally has you meet the family, right? Mm-hmm. So you go over this you're meeting the family and it's a it's a gathering of close friends and family so you go over to that gathering for the first time meeting everybody everything's cool everyone's an advocate for your relationship and his uh a friend of his walks up and um he entered your boyfriend introduces his friend to you like hey this is my Uh friend you're like oh hi you look up and it's someone you fucked (laughs) it was a one-night thing Someone I fucked or someone I dated? You said a one night thing. Oh, that's. A, I think it's just fucked. I think not dated. Okay, it's okay. someone. Someone you fucked maybe a few times. I'll say that not just one time. A okay. few times. So it was. A, it, it was, was a, a sneak. It was a thing. Yeah, it was, yeah, a, it, thing. was, it was a thing. Nothing serious. Yeah, but, but it, was it was. Something. It was a thing. Um, okay. Do you tell your partner? Oh damn. That's his friend. Like, that's his homie. Like, there in the moment or just tell them at all? At all. (sighs) That is so hard. Mm. And I'll tell you why. Because I was somewhat in a similar situation before. Somewhat. There was a dude that I was... I mean, let's be real. We were just fucking. Like, it would have been... Whatever. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't anything too crazy. He was a boxer. Okay. And we were hanging out for a while. And then I met someone else who also happened to be a boxer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not at the same gym, but was also a boxer. Yeah. Um, And I was scrolling through my Instagram and the dude that I was fucking, that I used to fuck popped up. And he was like, oh, how do you know him? And I was like, what did you say? I actually came clean. Oh, like I I didn't tell him like, oh, we was just fucking like I was like, I knew him. And like I said, like, you know, we did like date for a little bit. But even when I said that we dated for a little bit, he was like, well, were you guys fucking? Yeah. And I told him like, yes, because I wanted to be open and honest and all that bullshit. Never be honest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he was like. 
devastated. Shut up, not And he almost acted like we could never work out. Because, just because. And, and mind you, they weren't even friends. They just knew each other in the boxing scene. Mm. And his whole thing was like, I don't want to be in the same room as another dude that has fucked my girlfriend. Mm. And so now, fast forward, would I say something? I don't think I would. Mm. Unless I felt like that person might say something first. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. I think I would... I would go based off of the tone, yeah, of the yeah. guy. I I think I would look like at if him. he's kind of acting funny. Then I'll probably say something. Yeah, but if he acts like he just met me, like he don't even know me. Oh yeah, I'm not saying shit. I'm not saying to the grave. shit. I yeah. think it's gonna be to the grave. You don't have to say. You don't have to tell everything until I'm like 80. I'll say it. I will. I'll I'll write about it in my tell-all book. <laughs> 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 That's. I'll write about it. I'll write about it. Uh, that's funny. I'll pray about it. <laughs> but I, I don't. I think I would have to take that one to the grave, especially if he's down to just yeah. shut up. I mean, and you're not doing any. There's no ties. No, no other there's ties not. Yeah, there. it's not like it's just continue. like why. But what it's, if it's oh, just like when girls get like <laughs> it's, when girls are have a boyfriend and then they get a physical trainer. That's a guy, and it's mm. just like. But he's a good physical trainer. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing a good job. It's like, do you tell your man yeah. that you're being physically trained by this guy if he's never going to find out and you think that it might cause a rift yeah, yeah, in yeah, that yeah. relationship? Yeah. You know, like, I, yeah. I don't know. I've seen that happen a lot where the guy is like, I don't want you working out with him anymore. Yeah. But now you just lost a good physical trainer. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah, lost, yeah. like, your workout person. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, um, I do – I do want to add something to that, though. So let's say you both have this understanding of not saying anything and you're taking it to the grave, but the relationship with your boyfriend is going really well. He proposes. You guys are engaged. Huh. Everything's great. And he wants that guy to be in the wedding. <gasps> like a groomsman <laughs> yeah. or a best man? Either or. We'll just say groomsman. Let's not even take it up a notch. We'll just say groomsman. Would you say something then? I would have to – oh, that's That's tough. hard. That's, that's hard. tough. That's hard. That's hard. And he's a groomsman. But then again, no one else knows. It's just you and the guy, the potential groomsman. I think that I would need to have a conversation with old dude. Like, with listen, what are we going to do? Yeah. Are we going to say something or not? Yeah. Yeah. And I would At hope that he says point, no. <laughs> I would pray to I God would he hope says no. he's like, no, let's take yeah. this shit to the grave. Yeah. That's done with. We don't got to. Yeah. I would have that. to be like, look, we need to be on the same page because if if you're going to say something, like, let me say it. Yeah. I don't yeah, want yeah, it to yeah. come from you. You yeah, know, yeah, like, for sure. you got to get your ducks in a row. Got to come from the fiance. It has to because if it's it comes gotta, from somebody else, ooh, oh, that's terrible. That's another thing. You you should never let a stranger, especially if in your if you are in a relationship, you should never let a stranger tell your partner about your partner. Exactly. To you. you exactly. Know? Did I say that correctly? No, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should so, never tell you should never allow a stranger um, to be able to to give, say to give anything your partner about some, some new information. Well, we've seen this again, yes, and even with people close to us, where like the side bitch or the side nigga knows shit about the relationship, mm. and it's like, and that is like, what? Like, why would you even mm. allow this person the right 
to confidentiality. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's so true. That's no longer like a side person. No, the right to confidentiality or to feel okay with overstepping boundaries. Exactly. You know, and that's my thing. I like I wish and I don't have a side dude, but I wish like a side dude would be like like try to talk shit about yeah. my man. Yeah, absolutely not. There's no way. I would be so like, no, thing, you, like, you cannot say shit about me or my man or my relationship. Yeah. We got what we got going over here. And that's that. My thing is, if you decide to have a side, which no one should, no but one if should. you do decide to have a side, you need to be able to control that motherfucker. Like they you, shouldn't even know where you live. No, like on top of that, that's a big deal. Yeah, too. they shouldn't even have your social media to be all the way. 1000. They shouldn't even have your real name. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, honestly. Yeah. Like, come Y'all on. should just email each other. Don't even text. Know exactly. You know what I mean? Or get a secret phone. Like, she should, she or he should be non existent. Yeah. And they should stay in there. There should be no possible way they that they're able to come in and fuck anything up. Yeah. We see that too many times. Far yes. too many times. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. I remember once upon a time, uh-huh. back in the day, um, I was going to be flewed out by someone uh-huh. while I was in a relationship with someone else. And they mm-hmm. ended up um, like sending me the money or whatever for the flight. I ended up not going. Um, yeah. But he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to need that money back. Now, upon, I know. First of all, <laughs> broke <ass>. uh, Anyways, <laughs> right. Um, a part of me was like, I'm not about to give this nigga this money back. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, you yeah, sent yeah. me this money. Yeah. I don't care if I'm going to go yeah, out there or not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you is, you sent it to me. <laughs> right. Exactly. But then I was also like, but I also don't want him to cause no problems. Yeah. Because he knew... <laughs> Set that Venmo really quick. <laughs> that yeah, that turnaround time. It quick. took me like a couple hours. I contemplated Wasn't it, even and a I was business like, day. And you know what? He doesn't. Need, he didn't even seem like the type of dude that would cause issues. Yeah. But just in case, yeah, 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 like yeah. I need to tie up all these loose ends. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't want him hitting up my man, yeah. talking about oh, your girl owe me this and yeah. this. And this. Like that she would be fucked up. Me this amount of money, or even worse, he sends a fucking receipt, like a oh, screenshot yeah. of the. You know, like that would yeah. suck. Yeah, guys are definitely females these days. I, I will say that. Yeah, I facts. mean, you guys are just as petty as us. I mean, I think that's a known thing. But the, I feel like a lot of females know that guys are just as petty as females or even more petty um, but right. or catty. Um, yeah. But guys still won't admit it these days, which is beyond me. I'm telling <laughs> you, these guys out here, we talked about this before, they are the baddest bitches. Like, they, they are. They are groups of bad bitches yeah, these days. They are they, they are petty, they are catty. I mean, they'd be looking good. They do. If it was socially acceptable in their world, they would get BBLs. 100 percent 1000 percent 100 percent 1000 i think they don't get to get to have bbl so they do shit like try to buy designer and overly overcompensate like, for try whatever. to flex yeah, and like yeah. bbl culture or like they these, get um they get weave now they do that they can't they, get bbl do, so they put they weave do, in their hair they do. although it does look good Sometimes. on some i did um i did date a guy actually i dated a few guys and know of some a lot of guys actually who um really just like hanging out with their homeboys but not even on some like i don't know like doing male activities like they do female activities <laughs> like get pedicures yeah they get pedicures they shop yeah they go to brunch 
together. They do brunch. You know, it's crazy they to do. me. And you know what? Listen, live your life. I'm not Them hating. They're in their little crossbody bags. Yeah, but at the end of the day, speak your truth. <clears throat> you know what I mean? If you want to be a bad bitty, just say that. Just say that. Just say that. It's okay. It's okay. Because the bad bitties can hook up with the bad bitches. And then... <laughs> and then, and then y'all dead. can all just be one bad happy... together. <laughs> Instagram baddies together. Exactly. Yeah. One big happy oh, Instagram baddie That's family. So crazy. Yeah. It's it's hilarious. It is funny. The pendulum did swing and it, it sucks how like a lot of guys it's so funny because I thought about this the other day. A lot of guys want females to submit. For one, I'm like, you guys are still talking about this. Good God, like change the subject. But my thing is, is like no one is ever, it, th- these days, no man really is putting a woman in a place where she can submit and be feminine. And it's. Well, I mean, yeah, that's why that conversation goes in circles and it comes back around every yeah. 10 days. It's crazy how they speak. talk about it. I know. It's I shouldn't o- even over... have given it life right <laughs> yeah. now. Like it's, it's over. Just, and, it's it's like, like, it's just that yourself. circle of, I don't know if you've seen this meme before, but. I remember seeing this on like MySpace mm-hmm. and it was literally like a circle and it was like um, um, a girl loves boy and then oh. a boy hurts girl yeah. and then girl hurts boy. Nice boy. And then yeah, yeah, that nice turns boy. into a bad boy who hurts a nice girl. Yeah, hurts- exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah it was yeah. like a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Circle. And it's like, that's true. Like it's that's what's happening. That's yeah. what it is. It's like, this person is fucked over by this person. So yeah. then they go and fuck over the next person who then yeah. goes and fucks over the next person. Then, yep. And then now nobody likes anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now so nobody sad. can find fucking love. Yeah. Nobody knows how to date. You know, I was uh, cooking lunch earlier today and I was, you know, I had my headphones in or my earphones in and I was listening to a song by sir I'm just gonna I have to say the name really quick I fucking love sir he's great oh man beautiful um teach me by mm. by sir um he says teach me to live with no regret no regret uh teach me to teach me you see, the world's got the wrong idea about true love, but you can teach me. But that line right there, the world's got the wrong idea yeah. about true love. And yeah. like, I mean, I had a conversation with someone where, you know, we were kind of going back and forth on a a, a pretty specific topic. And mm-hmm. um, in the end, he posed a question like, what is love anyways? And I felt like I knew, but I'm like, well, I can't really explain it. I mean, I feel like it's a feeling, but love is so... It, it really is so unconditional. You know what I mean? And it's I, supposed to be. And, you know, there's different types of love, too. There is. There is. Um, and I just <clears> think that, like, going back to, like, that meme of, like, showing, like, what happens when a, when hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Everyone becomes so guarded mm-hmm. to the point where not only do they want to give love, they can't even receive love anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, where yeah. we're at. And it's such a messed up place. Like Absolutely. I'm, so when I was listening and, to that line, I'm like, dang. Yeah. We do have, like, what is love? <clears throat> like, we have the wrong idea. We don't even know. We're all so guarded. and Yeah. No one, like can really say what it is anymore because and and i'm sure it looks different for different people but and that's not just for like romantic relationships that's Mm -hmm. even friendships because i've shared before too that i'm learning that i have a problem with receiving friendship i have a hard time with that and so that is something that i'm working on Mm. but i don't i don't know exactly where it stems from but it's just like 
it, that could be like a it like a what's it called um like a response like trauma a, response? A, yeah like yeah. a trauma response like who knows? Like maybe I don't want any friends because I'm don't want to get because dirty by they, a yeah. get done dirty by a friend. That's like what if like, they let you down? And, exactly. You know. But I yeah. mean that's it again with romantic relationships. I think that's what it is. It's like men want women to submit, but women don't want to submit because men they don't feel like men deserve it. But then men don't act like they deserve it because women do this. But then women don't do this because, because of that. Yeah, that. And, and it's, it's like yeah, it's really it's a never up. ending cycle. Yeah, it's really messed <clears> up. I think like. I don't know. Like, so I went to church this past Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, Pastor Leandra was teaching and she had talked about, honestly, it, it, she didn't say this, but what I got from the message was like giving yourself grace, you know? Oh, yeah, that is 100%. And then specifically, you know, obviously when you invite God into your space, just know that when you are inviting him, you're not necessarily... Um, I don't know. Like you, you just invite them. Like you don't have to always heal. You can have bad days and still, yeah. and you're still deserving of love no matter what. No matter what. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And like, I think, you know, a lot of people are afraid because they're so guarded because they've been hurt through their family, like just over time. Yeah. Um, like they're so guarded. So they don't let their guard down. But like, we need to start learning how to be okay with the capacity of love that other people give mm -hmm. and knowing that that's just their capacity. That is so good. You know what I mean? That's and so good. Like I, because yeah. just, just because they don't love you exactly how you want them to it's or okay. what you think someone should love you as yeah. that doesn't mean that they don't love you. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they deserve the worst. And, you know, a lot of people like to, a lot of people like to talk about karma, like stop wishing bad. Ultimately stop wishing bad on other people and just, just give love. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I guess, but all my exes could go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> teach one to love is really I don't my know, question. Man. I have no idea. All you can do is love and hope that that motherfucker loves you back. Like, and isn't it, that crazy? And that's the scary part because they might not. Because they might not. And it's like you have to remember that it's not your fault that they don't. The hardest thing to do is staying, staying solid regardless. No matter what. And like still believing in love after that's love. That's hard betrayed you that's hard <laughs> yeah seriously but the opposite of love is hey and that's what we're gonna talk about right now yes. we are going to talk about two little shits that seriously. are full of hate talk about love you're supposed to love your mama at Shit. the end of the day and we're about to get into this horrible 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 heartbreaking heart-wrenching disgusting case disgusting um it's really it's one of those cases where you're like like why yeah it is yeah it's like yeah like, honestly why? something is really fucking wrong with you and that's when cases like these make you truly believe that um psych what is it i'm drawing a blank uh psych psychotic psychotic uh no uh oh. but being psychotic i guess i'll just <laughs> switch the sentence being psychotic is a gene 
Yeah, I wouldn't. Possibly, not. that's yeah. why they have studies is for cases like this. Well, there's we're definitely something about. wrong there. <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah. Um. So we are going to get into the case of Jasmine and Tasmia Whitehead. Ooh, if you guys haven't heard this story, yeah, I think we said we. Sorry, we said it on our live. We told this a story before, ago, yes. and um, I think it was one, it was a fan favorite because yeah, it is really one. good. Yeah, very simple, but it's just like what? Yeah, the fuck? Yeah, it's one of those where it's like, why? Like yeah. it really is. Um, beautiful family though. I know, um, <laughs> very much. All right, so we're gonna get into it. Nikki Whitehead was born in prison on April eighteenth, nineteen seventy-five. Her mother was doing time for drug possession. She grew up with her grandmother, and unfortunately, Nikki had a pretty tough time. I can understand that growing up without your parents in the household, um, you know, that would make you, it would make any child rebellious, to be quite honest. Yeah, I know. I remember growing up with kids who lived with their grandparents. and (laughs) There's a trend going on on TikTok right now that says, like, like basically like they turned into they were a hoe or they knew how to fight because they lived with their grandma <laughs> that's bad and it's kind of accurate <laughs> like, it's pretty accurate and it you know what and that has no color anybody like white mexican black asians anybody who yeah, lived with their grandparents like and their parents were not in their lives they tend to be a little bit more rough <laughs> Rough around the edges. Yeah, very rough around the edges. Very much. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I mean, um, there. Yeah, there's definitely. That's true. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> because the, the any people that I know that were raised by their um, grandparents, it will. It was a hard time. I'll tell you that. Mm. It was definitely a hard time, and I don't know why and what the connection is with yeah. that. But I think that's hard. Like, I mean, without knowing, having your parents, yeah, knowing that your parents, like, your parents could be here and just are not taking care of you. Yeah. Or maybe you lost your parents at a young age. You know, right, like it's that's right. tough. That's gotta be tough on a kid. Yeah. And then you go to school and people have their parents. That's tough. Yeah. I remember like. Like, I, I hate watching, like, going to weddings and seeing daddy-daughter dances. Oh like, that shit kind of, it, it hurts a little bit. It hits. It hurts, yeah. It, it so. definitely hits. That's why whenever I get married, I'm having all of our brothers walk me down No, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. gonna And I'm going to have them. Yeah, I already, I already know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Nikki fell victim to a risky lifestyle. Um, that in which she got into drugs and partying. Um, at 17 years old, Nikki became pregnant, and in 1993, she gave birth to twins named Jasmia and Tasmia, who went by Jazz and Taz. Initially, the trio moved in with Nikki's grandmother, but at 18, Nikki moved out as the girls lived with the grandmother. So, damn, repeating the cycle, that sucks. Yeah. Um, the grandmother's name is Della Frazier, so I will refer to her as... Her name moving forward. Della keeps her great grandbaby. Sorry. <laughs> Della keeps her great grandbaby. It's the wine. Della keeps her great grandbaby. <laughs> Whoa. Third time's a motherfucking charm. Jesus. Third time's a bitch. Della keeps her great grandbaby. <laughs> I was I like, it. please, I God, hit it. that. Please hit I that. I had it. I had it. Um, Della keeps her great-grandchildren, Jazz and Taz, as Nikki moves out. According to Della, they were respectful young girls who had very good grades and dreamt of going to Harvard. I dreamt of going to, um, 
Princeton. Oh, wow. <laughs> one time. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was like a junior in high school, though. So I was like, that's <laughs> not happening. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I think by a junior, you should know. If yeah, you're gonna go to Princeton if, yeah for sure. <laughs> they had tennis, music, and ballet lessons. The twins were well-behaved at home and were very happy. Della ultimately became their stable influence. Well, that's awesome, which is like, I think a lot of things too that we don't see when, in, not all the time, obviously, but when children are taken care of by their grandparents, a lot of times like the grandparents are they're taking care of them but they're they're grandparents they're yeah. not gonna be on the kids like no. disciplining them and being tough on them they i know a lot already. of people yeah. i knew they just kind of like did whatever they wanted yeah. because the grandma and grandpa were like what they're old, they were old. yeah I was gonna say, they're tired. <laughs> they, yeah. they did that before they're done exactly yeah. just yeah, don't sure. die yeah like, really <laughs> yeah in 2007 things took a turn when nikki wanted her twins back at the time, Nikki established a life with her boyfriend in Conyers, Georgia. The twins did not really want to be with their mother. As a child, when you've established your life at 13 years old, it can be disheartening. I'm a product of a kid who actually moved around at a young age, and it sucked. Like, I gained weight. I was depressed. Michael, <laughs> guys, I wrote this a long time ago. What the fuck? I'm like, hold on. Whoa. What is wrong with me? Was I okay? Um... No. Basically, ultimately, when you move around, it sucks. You know, you lose your friends, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you become depressed and fat. <laughs> you gain weight. I was like, whoa, a memoir? Okay. Moving on. At 13, the twins lived with Nikki and became rebellious. Mm. Allegedly, they were sexually active, mm. and Nikki would believe they possibly used drugs. Are these badass little girls, they though? They probably were sexually active. Maybe not. Well, Maybe. these little girls do be at a very young age. They right. be sexually active. That's true. That's very oh, true. Oh, beat my daughter's ass. Man. Um, so uh, the, the twins thought it was hypocritical considering their mother's lifestyle. Mm. Nikki wanted what was best for her children regardless of what she had going on. Nikki now being the twins' immediate guardian, Nikki believed that her grandmother, Della, was overstepping her boundaries anytime she tried to continue to parent the twins. Della backed off a little to allow the three to build a relationship, which is, like, good for her, but, yeah. like, damn, like, that kind of <clears throat> sucks because it's, like, I, I would be, like, bitch, I've just raised your kids. Yeah, yeah. But, like, again, she is a mother as well. Very true. So she understands, like, the circumstances. Like, her daughter wasn't in the best place to raise the children. And so it is yeah. kind of, like, maybe she just felt like, like you said, like, she just needed to, like, step back and let go. And she probably always knew that Nikki was going to come back Eventually for her children. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. In 2008, the girls had a physical altercation with their mother and were charged with juvenile offenses, and they would be in and out of juvenile court for the next few years. Mm. Della, Nikki, and the twins went through numerous counselors, and one counselor reported them to be chaotic. First of all, how do you record somebody, report somebody to be chaotic? Like, this, yeah. that's a thing. I guess so. <laughs> This particular counselor said that the adults had failed to control the situation. Yikes. Ultimately, the court granted Nikki legal custody of the twins on January 5th, 2010. Oof. 
Okay, so you mentioned the twins being chaotic, and now I'm going to get into how chaotic they actually were. One night when the twins were 13 years old, Nikki woke up to find that her daughter, Jazz, wasn't in the home. She had snuck out in the middle of the night to go see her boyfriend. Nikki called 911, and Officer Scruggs came to the scene. 13 sneaking out i don't know i i knew girls that were sneaking out but when i was 13 i was just not like a rebellious kid so i didn't like do any of the sneaking out in the middle also i was it was very i had to be on my own at a very young age so by the time like that time came around i didn't have to sneak out i just walked out the front door yeah yeah, (laughs) so i don't know i think i Probably between 14 and 16, I think I snuck out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 13 is so young. It is young. It's very young. I mean, 14 is 14 young. is young, too, but a little different. <laughs> <laughs> a little different. Okay, so Jazz returned home, and Scruggs went up to talk to the twins. Jazz and Taz told Scruggs that they wanted to move back with Della, their great-grandmother. But Nikki and Officer Scruggs knew it was because Della had a more relaxed environment and basically they could do whatever they wanted, which is like what we talked about earlier. Now, remember, like Nikki lived with her grandmother. These girls are now living, were living with their great grandmother. So imagine like, of course, it's going to be a little bit more relaxed because they don't have anybody telling them what to do, really. yeah. Yeah. So which is not a good thing. I'm not saying that that's a good thing. Yeah. The girls finally calmed down, but Scruggs still had an unsettling feeling. She left the home, but didn't go far at all. About five minutes later, she heard screaming coming from their home. The girls had jumped on Nikki, their mother, and began beating her. Mm. Nikki broke loose of the girls and ran outside of the home. Officer Scruggs, who was approaching the home, asked what was going on. Nikki said that they attacked her. But the girl said that Nikki stated, or Nikki began beating them after they went back into the home. Scruggs examined Nikki and saw that she had scratches on her neck and chest. The girls had no indication of being beaten. Mm. So, like, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. There's so much to unpack there because, yeah. whoa, these girls are not only like rebellious and like and rude, just they're yeah, and being bad, they're beating their mother up. Yeah, seriously. and luckily, Officer Scruggs was like, didn't go too far, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like, honestly, if I was Nikki, I would be like, fuck y'all, mm-hmm. <laughs> get out my house. Look, I'm not a mom, yeah. so maybe she has that like unconditional mother love. They would go but back my to the kids are jumping so me. Yeah. There's no not jump way. though. <laughs> like, yeah, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Your 13-year-old daughter's jumping you. That's embarrassing. Girl, I couldn't. That's embarrassing. Again, Nikki and her daughters How were ordered to undergo counseling. How you gonna <sighs> jump me? And then we go to counseling. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So they are in an abusive situation. Like yeah. That's, like that's that's crazy, that's right? Crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. Those kids need to go to a. They need to go. They I, need like, to go I, to the I army. I wouldn't even want them. Yeah, I wouldn't even to want to them the to army. go back to their great grandmothers. No, no. Like they need to. Not yeah, even ju- ju- juvenile. Yeah, they need something. to go to a, what are they called? Boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. They gotta go to boot camp. Right. Okay, so this is where it gets fucked up. Mm. On January 13th of 2010, the twins came home from school in a panic. 
mind you, didn't Nikki get sole custody of them on January yes. 10th? Yes. Of 2010? This is January 13th. Okay. They come home from school in a panic. They found Nikki, their mother, dead in a blood-filled Wait. bathtub. Yeah. I will say this. Um, legal custody. Just because I know this. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I worked in a law firm before. Legal is different than, like, sole custody. So you can have legal and sole. Legal just means that she is, like, she has the legal right to, like, I don't know. Like, if she to get, like, confidential on her children, right. basically. So, okay. like, hospitals. But they don't necessarily have to live with her. Okay. It's just the legal. But legal part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they found Nikki, their mother, dead in a blood-filled bathtub. Nikki had nearly 80 stab wounds. Jesus. And her spinal cord was nearly severed. Good child. Okay. One of the girls ran out to a neighbor screaming that their mom had been murdered. The cops were called and, of course, the girls were taken into custody for questioning. Jazz and Taz both indicated that Nikki had two boyfriends. One boyfriend found out about the other and, according to the girls, caused him to kill Nikki. However, there wasn't any indication that this was true. What a story to make up at 13 years old. The surveillance footage of the girls in the interrogation room was pretty weird. Jazz seemed to be pretty sad. She did most of the talking, saying that when she arrived at the home, she saw blood. She was kind of hysterical while she was speaking, even though she had no real tears. And Taz, on the other hand, was really calm. She just kind of sat in the chair and didn't seem to be crying at all. The twins were still wearing sweaters and gloves inside, and when the detective asked them to take their gloves off, they noticed scratches, cuts, and bite marks all up and down their arms. They said they got them from fighting each other. What the fuck? No way, Jose. Scratches and cuts? Explainable. Bite marks? Bite marks up and down the arm is crazy. Very suspect. Yeah. Um, Back at the crime scene, their home, uh, investigators found that the sinks were cleaned with bleach Mm. and they found shoes in the back of the closet with blood. And one of the bloody boots they found had a clump of hair that was ripped from someone's head and wrapped in a napkin. Ouch. The girls couldn't keep a straight story at all. They said they walked to to school that morning, but surveillance showed that they hitched a ride with a stranger. Mm. They also said that they were about 10 minutes late to school and they really were about two hours late to school. They started, or their stories started to break down. So it's like the little details like that, Um, which is so hard because I think that a lot of like investigators use that to their advantage. Mm -hmm. Like, when you okay nothing like obviously these two girls are fucking crazy um and chaotic Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. wild but um like for two girls who possibly found or allegedly found their mother dead in a blood-filled bathtub it's hard for an investigator to be like oh their story is breaking down Mm. because what if these girls really did just find their mother yeah, in a yeah. blood-filled bath? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. think their stories are going to be like you can't you can't cut out like every possibility. I would be hysterical. Yeah, yeah I would yeah, be yeah. so like distraught, and maybe my story wouldn't always hold up because like you're trying to figure out like what you're trying to happened. process yeah. what even is going yeah, on for so. sure. 
So that's the thing. Like, obviously, sometimes things like that works to the investigator's advantage, but sometimes it is like, fuck, like, you don't know how someone can react exactly. or get their bearings or right you know, exactly yeah. especially if this is right after they allegedly found their mom yeah okay um however with only circumstantial evidence at this point the girls were sent home to their great-grandmother's house for a whole four months the girls lived a normal life they went to school hung out with friends and went to prom all of this while investigators began building a case against them on the last day of school, with enough probable cause, Taz and Jazz were both arrested for the murder of their mother, Nikki Whitehead. They remained in jail for four years, awaiting trial, which kind of sounds like a long time, right? Mm-hmm. You're awaiting trial for four years in it jail? Does. It does. That's a long time. Um, but they did maintain their innocence until they finally confessed. Mm. According to them... They didn't want to wake up to go to school. <laughs> to start off like that. Okay, well, first of all, what kid wants to wake up to go to school? Yeah. I, Ever. Nikki, of course, told them they didn't have a choice, and that's what started an argument that turned into murdering their own mom. <laughs> that's crazy. The girls hit Nikki over the head with a pot, stabbed her with a kitchen knife, and choked her with a metal ribbon. After that, they picked her up, one by the feet and the other by the head, ugh, and put her in the bathtub. That is crazy. Imagine, these are little 13-year-old girls. But they get calculative. Then they went to school so they could have an alibi. Mm, of course. Like, where did you learn this? Is what I want to know. That's crazy. It is, right? Where did you learn it's that? It's really messed up in the head. And it almost feels like, like you said, calculated. Yeah. It almost feels like they thought about this first. Yeah. And they, like, had talked about this. And they were like, well, how could we get away with it? Yeah. Oh, we'll just go to school. It seems very planned. It seems very planned. So, four months after the tragic murder of Nikki Whitehead, Jasmine and Tasmia were arrested and charged with murder. Initially, they both pleaded not guilty. However, both of the girls had a plea agreement that if they pled guilty, they would receive the lesser charge of voluntary manslaughter. Wow. So they agreed and in 2014 were sentenced to 30 years in prison for voluntary manslaughter. Wow. They are currently in separate prisons. Well, they were in separate prisons or are, I guess. Tasmia is in... um, Pulaski State Prison and Jasmia is in Arendelle State Prison. That's interesting. They put them in two separate prisons. It makes sense to separate them. I don't think that like like if you you and your accomplice like getting caught yeah, up, it, I I, it doesn't it's make sense. Your accomplice, because yeah. here I mean you're the, because I've heard of like fathers and sons being locked up together or mothers and daughters oh. being locked up together. I, I would say, I would say like in Beyond Scared Straight, I know people would go to or the kids would go to the county jail, but they would see like like their older brother oh, or wow. like you know oh, whatever. That's crazy. Yeah, that's so sad. But um, but yeah, I think they were eligible for parole in 2017, and now let's see where I are they. I think they're still. Their prison was it denied? I think like bond was denied for like one of them. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Look, I was trying it's to Google just, it as you were talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, um, 
I mean, oh God, it's it's a tough one because for me, I'm like, why didn't they get life? But I keep forgetting they committed this crime at 13 years old. So young. So young. So young. I felt like it was definitely premeditated. But how do you deal with the premeditated murder in the hands of 13-year-olds? Right. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't know. That's that's a tough one. Do they get? I personally like but emotionally. These girls were fucking evil. Yeah, like emotionally, like not even thinking logically. Emotionally, yeah, they should get life in prison. Yeah, for sure, and they should rot in jail, um, in hell. But I don't know. I don't know, man. Legally, well, not legally, but logically thinking, I think that the sentencing, ah, I I have to kind of agree with it. They were 13. And it's not saying that they didn't know better, but they yeah. were young. Like, you're so underdeveloped. So young. God knows what they went through. I don't even know what they went through. For real. Like, the details isn't really there There to, like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I always I, I always do think, and I think a lot of people tend, we've talked about this before, when it comes to, like, young black girls, we mm. tend to clump them in with older black women or just mm-hmm. older women period i don't know why it's like that's a societal thing and so when we do think of little black boys who um did things when they were young right. um we I, I mean i don't know about you but me i always tend to think but they were so young they were influenced by other people probably they had a hard life growing mm-hmm. up like they're just kind of and so yes they do deserve a second chance mm-hmm. um so it is hard but these little girls they were so young it sucks because they were so evil and it does seem calculated and it almost seems like they did something that a grown-ass adult would Would think of like so that's tough but like they were like 13 years they were like they were children 13 and 14 yeah yeah they were young they were young so it's just kind of like again emotionally just because it's such a messed up crime like, I just, I feel like they deserve life. Like, anyone deserves life if you take a I life. Mean, you sure. T- you took your own mother's Naturally, life. Naturally, like, you would think yeah. that. But because they were so young, I, like, I'm not mad at the sentencing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Because, he, I mean, you don't, like, we don't know. They could be saved and delivered to now. And, but that's the thing, too. <laughs> like, like, a lot of our know. prisons are just, like, supposed to be rehabilitation. And but they're not. We see, yeah. obviously, that they're not. And so that's a tough thing, too. I guess it would depend on, like, how are they? I mean, they essentially have grown up in prison. Yeah, so how yeah, are they yeah. now? How will they be if they get out? Like, and, like that's their other scary to think of. No. Right. Exactly. The, the only other influence know. that they, ha- yeah, only other influence they have is in, um, is in prison. I have a question for you. If you were a grandmother of Jasmine and Tasmia, and you've raised them for a period of their lives, so you know like the goodness in them like the good that they have yeah because she said that they were great children do you visit them would you visit them if you you were the grandmother you killed my daughter but you also raised them for you murdered my my murdered yeah yeah murdered the granddaughter but your great grandchildren at some point were good kids and you understood the circumstance do you like do you for, do you forgive your great grandchild? 
I don't know. I would say this. But I see that happen all the time. Like, I see, like, family members of murderers. Like, they yeah. go and visit their... I mean, we Sons even see and, it, like, yeah. on, on fucking social media all the time. Like, free this and this person. And, yeah. like, that and fucking... It's like, that no, person that person is, is a terrible person. Yeah. What are you talking about? So, yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I feel like, I don't know. unfortunately, I feel like, especially if I were that old, just so that I could get into heaven, I would, ha- I would forgive them and visit them. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Yeah, I think yeah. visiting them would be on my list. Ooh, well, visit oh, depends on how far. I don't know. Yeah. If you're over an hour away, I don't think I'm going to do all that. Right, exactly. But I would call. This is one of them. I don't know. Let me see. Which one it is. This is one of them now. 2019. Oh, I knew she would have. Some- I-, I knew she would have dreads. Somebody would have dreads. I knew it. Oh, oh wow. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, these girls. They did are... not grow up to look like their mom. I'll I'm tell you that. The, these pictures so like Yeah. Um, and their mom yeah, they is so do not beautiful. look like their mama. That's for sure. They would have. Oh, but wow. you, they grew up in prison, so. Just crazy. Oh, yeah. I their see. Mom I'm looking at the. Baby. I'm looking at their, their baby pictures, the one with the mole. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I know which is which. Yeah, I can't. Oh, they look I, rough. I think that they they're rough. still in prison, so I don't think that that being eligible in parole in 2017, they probably weren't good. Yeah, I don't think prison did anything for them. But at honestly, all. what what are they gonna do when like, they get out? Where are they gonna go? I mean, that's the you thing, grow, like, people go to prison for five years and they get so like used to it's a, another society in mm-hmm. there. They get so used to that, and so they do have a hard time coming out. You know, they and have so, their own currency in prison. Yes, snacks. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. And so currency. for them to come out to literally grow up in prison, come out to no one i'm gonna assume that della has passed on yeah their great grandmother oh oh, yeah i'm gonna assume that for sure so it's just like you know where where are they gonna go you know what i mean she passed on without her daughter without her granddaughter yeah i don't who knows where the daughter or her daughter it was her granddaughter her granddaughter and her without her great-grandchildren yeah i don't know that's a tooth that's it's tough, tough to when watch. it's family, yeah, but that's tough to watch. but I think like a lot of people are learning, especially now that like just because your family doesn't make you, or just because your blood doesn't make you family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot yeah. of people do have to understand that because yeah. um, I know I know people who are really holding on to others based on the fact that they're their blood family. related, and unfortunately, sometimes you do have to let that go, you know. Yeah, that's that's sad. They are rough, but again, I think that I don't think children. I mean, ah, Jasmine, uh, you know Jasmine me, murdered. I'm like fuck them kids. Like, yeah, Jasmine and Tasmia. Yeah, the prison sentencing that makes sense, but I think that these kids shouldn't even go to juvenile. I don't think that should be a thing. I think that they should go straight to the military. Yeah, honestly, I think because that should be like there's their only no option. structure in jail. Yeah. There's no structure in, I mean, there's routine, but there's no structure. And I feel like and the they military. need people to tell them exactly what to well, do. Well, that's why they killed their mom because yeah. she didn't, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But so. yeah, crazy. Ooh, yeah. Let my kid try to jump me, boy. I'm knocking them out. You going for adoption. Okay. Period. Hey, I don't know much about guns, but I've, I've been shot by you.
hey i don't know when i'm gonna die but i hope that i'm gonna die for you hey i don't know much about fighting but i i know i'm gonna fight for you hey just okay stop it Just when I fall on my fist, I realize that I'm laying right next to you, baby. We ain't got nothing but love. Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I felt that one. That was a I good felt one. one. I felt that one. That was good. I felt that. That sounded great. I felt that one. Well, so, speaking of love, yeah, there wasn't none in Nikki Whitehead's family <laughs> <laughs> at all. None at all. None. 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 That fucking sucks. Are we recording? We are. Okay, I was gonna say. So before um, you started, you know, I a thought that came into my mind. Nikki, she at the end of the day was a mother. You guys, we said like, oh yeah, these my thirteen year old daughters tried jumping <laughs> me. I'm killing her. You so know that would be a big problem. But keep in mind, Nikki already left their lives once. I can't imagine yeah. the guilt coming back and trying to make things work. She, yeah. I mean, they went to counseling. They did, and which I'm assuming means that was her doing. She tried. Yeah, she tried, and I'm sure she didn't want to react. Although they were. Uh, horrible terrible children. i'm sure she didn't want to react because she didn't want to um keep them further away and her own guilt just kept her from whooping their ass i mean i'm sure that there is like a lot of parental guilt with that with like people yeah. who like kind of leave their kids and then they come back and then they don't yeah. want to leave their kid again especially if your yeah. kids are bad because you feel like well they're bad because i left them yeah so i can't leave them again they're yeah. gonna get more bad but these little bitches let me tell you something I mean, do you see what they look like now? <laughs> These are some rough looking they're motherfuckers. They're rough, they, but Loki, they look like exactly what I figured they would turn out to be. Like how yeah. you said prison raised them. Yeah, they look like they've been raised in prison. Ugh, they it's look tough. crazy. They look crazy. And they don't look like, not crazy to the point where they like someone's on mean. drugs. Yeah, they look rough. They, they look just, they look very rough. Yeah. they look, And they look like there's no remorse. I don't think they the one with the mole. I if I see her walking down the street. I'm not trying to talk to her. I'm crossing the street. <laughs> I'm crossing the street. I don't even want to accidentally like make her feel like I'm provoking her. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't want to walk past and accidentally brush shoulders with her. Yeah, absolutely not. There's no way. That's pretty. Crazy. She will drag me by my little bun. She sure would. And she then would. and then like make you her girlfriend. I feel like. And then abuse you. The one with you. the dreads. If I saw her in prison, I'd probably be her girlfriend. <laughs> that she was cute. She was, she was cute. cute. Not the one with the mole though. She <laughs> grew up, and the mole grew up. <laughs> it did, didn't it? They both grew up. Her mole has a. Bouquet. You think that that was the leader, or the other one was the leader? I think dreadhead because they didn't come up with this like both of this. them together. Like I feel like one was like you know, I feel like this, and then was like okay. Dreadhead. I feel like Molly was the one <laughs> Molly was the one um who spearheaded the murdering and Dreadhead was the one who said we need an alibi. I feel like Dreadhead like she was is the, the brains. brains. Yeah. yeah. She's the brains I and Molly's the, the muscle. Yeah. 
I could see that. That's what I think. I could see that. These little bitches, man. Oh. Yeah. I hope they don't get out. I don't want them coming here. Uh Uh-uh, not at all. But also, like, they're in prison, so I'm hoping, like, everyone who asked them, like, what are you in for? Like, I hope they whoop their asses in Girl, prison, they're all in there for, you like, the same thing. You can't kill your mom. That's rude. <laughs> you think any of them are, like, oh, that's where we cross the line? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the only time they don't cross lines typically is pedophilia. Yeah, pe- right. Exactly. Yeah. And sex offenders, they're like, oh, yeah, you right. gotta go. Right. You're, you're dead. But, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Everything else, though, besides that. <laughs> It's all it, like, it's like, oh, okay. What'd she do? What'd your mom do? <laughs> right, like, right, oh, that's exactly, so exactly. Oh, god. Ugh. But yeah, that is the story of the murder of Nikki Whitehead. Mm. Um, beautiful girl, of course. We will, beautiful yeah, woman. Yeah, we'll gorgeous. go ahead and uh, post those pictures on our Instagram. So follow us on at Cocktail Murder. Also follow us on TikTok at Cocktail Murder Pod. Talkity tick, tickety talk. Yeah. And uh, until um, then, we can chose it out. So yes. the next Thanks for joining us, y'all. Cheers. Clean, clean. clean. <laughs>